Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Texas describes me very quickly. Yeah, where he was America's a, team came from. He was the PR guy for the Cowboys. Tex Schram. Okay. S C H R A M. Schram. What year was this? And he came up, I guess this was the late 60s, early 70s. Was he the PR guy? Well, he among other things. Yeah, among, yeah, other, things, among yeah. other things. He was yeah. part of the front office okay. for the Cowboys. And he, I don't, I wasn't born in the 60s. Right. Now, Max, come on. But he basically dubbed him as the America's team and also said something like, the, the hole in the roof of the old Texas stadium mm-hmm. so the guy can watch us on Sundays. Oh, jeez. I mean, you're a Giant fan, so you're going to say what you're going to oh, say. I don't got hate towards anybody. I'm just the saying Cowboys that, I do. That, I, have plenty I don't of care hate. what anybody <laughs> say about the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are going to be relevant whether you want them to be or not. Oh, I'm not, I'm not hating on the Cowboys not to be or relevant. or positive, Max. The Cowboys are going to be talked about. People no, care no, about no, them. No. People care. People, like I said before, if you walk in any airport in America, just walking through, Jay, you don't have to be in Dallas. You can be in North Carolina, whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you're going to stumble oh, yeah. into somebody with a star. I don't care if it's a T-shirt, a hat, a backpack, them ugly sweats with stars all on them. Somebody is going to Dallas Cowboys the star. I, I got no problem with them being relevant, even though they haven't won a Super Bowl in a long you know what's time. So interesting? I, no, I was just curious about the context of how they became America's team and when narratives like that Get put it's on a just team a like marketing. Oh, the hole is it's a, God a, looking down on our team. Like their team is so much. Texas is a like hotbed for football. Yeah, right. It's, it's in the middle of the country. It's America's team, and then you call it America's team, and then you win a bunch it's of Super really Bowls. In the middle it of the helps. Country. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of. I mean, if you take the map and you slice it right down the middle, you it's get kind of it might up. lean over yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but you get you get a big chunk of Texas. Yeah, you get a huge chunk of Texas. Well, it's south middle. I know what you're saying. Right, right. Just slice it right down the middle. Right, just slice it right down the middle. Worry about you, Max. Why? Slice it right down the middle, man. Oh. If you're in Texas, you can get to the East Coast fast and you get to the West Coast fast. Right. I mean, it's not like or or you can, it takes you a long to time to get to faster. both coasts. Yeah, somehow. you can get there faster. I'm just saying what? You tech, this kid, he wants to go straight technically, <laughs> technical on me now. You're going to go three hours and 20 minutes this way, and you're going to go three hours and 18 minutes the other. Like, stop. I'm just, I'm just, you know. I remember an interesting story, though, speaking to the Cowboys. is I asked Jerry Jones because I was there. We practice in California, in L.A., in Oxnard. And I asked Jerry, why are we practicing out here, obviously, the weather was great and, and stuff like that, opposed to being in Texas in the middle of the summer. And one of the great marketing things that he explained to me, he goes, one, there's no NFL team in L.A. There's a huge West Coast Texas fan base, a, a Cowboy fan base. No doubt. On top of that, this was the interesting part. And you, you understand this one, uh, Jay. He said, if I bring the Cowboys to the West Coast to Oxnard, all of the media has to travel to our training camp mm-hmm. to cover us, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what do you mean? He goes, they're not coming way to the West Coast to leave in one day. They're going to spend weeks there every single day. It's a story about the Cowboys, Cowboys, yep. Cowboys, Cowboys. Plus, they want to be Cowboys. in L.A. anyway. And they probably want to be <laughs> yeah. in L.A. anyway, but it's a story being pushed out every day about the Cowboys because they have to come – out there, they ain't gonna come out. Once there they just spend the money tan. to send them no, out, they ain't gonna come yeah. out there and just tan. Yeah. That to me, that was smart. That's what he's been good at. By the way, very and because of the listen, That's I why was he got at a ten billion dollar team mm-hmm. that he bought for like two hundred million. Key, you and I were both at seven ten. We at Jay? ESPN, no. LA radio, and 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 
that we, what we used to cover. We used to go to Oxnard. Yeah. Yeah, the whole the radio station would yeah. go to Oxnard to cover the Cowboys preseason before there was a team in L.A. It's true. But this is, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals, I've mentioned this on the show before, they're a very popular team because for a while they were the farthest team out, right? They're the only team past the Mississippi River. So everyone west of the Mississippi River in the country, the only games they get on the radio were Cardinals games, right? So they have a bigger fan base than you would think. Same thing. Smart. He, like, he like recreated that for the Cowboys. And I think the Cowboys, it, look, it, this is the year to do anything – if Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys don't do what they think they can do, it'll probably be some wholesale, some household changes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be. So here's the ESPN reporter Diana Rossini's thoughts on McCarthy and how hot the seat is. Listen to this. I'm not sure if it's, if it's on the side of warm, hot yet, but – Obviously, all eyes are on him. He is fully aware of all the chatter around Dallas about his job status. And I'm listening to Tim talk about how he would have liked Mike McCarthy to really take advantage of this opportunity to lay into these guys, to let them know they've got to clean it up. And I'm thinking, come on, Tim, give him the benefit of the doubt. But here's why Tim doesn't want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because over the last two seasons, we're talking almost 300 penalties. That's a lot. It comes down to fundamentals and being undisciplined. And that does fall on coaching. It does. And yes, the players have to take responsibility. They need to get better here. And I'm sure today in meetings, it was not a good day for these players as they probably watched back film to see these mistakes. But it's got to get clean because Dallas cannot just rely on their talent. 300 penalties, you're starting to approach 20 a game. I haven't played football in 20 years or whatever it's been. Listening to Diana Rossini talk just now, I got chills because I got scared. I got scared of, uh, of, of what could have happened if I was being coached by Parcells and that was good. Like, I may have not committed the penalties. You and Jay may have committed the penalties, but guess what? We're a team. Man, we would be running. It would be suicide drills. It would be concentration drills. It would be stuff that you'd be like, man, come on. I've seen it up close in person to a point where Brian Cox got so teed off at one of our teammates for making mistakes, and we had to suffer as a team because they came in the next day. And so, Matt, B. Cox wanted to beat the you-know-what out of the dude. I mean, it's just – And then also in your bones, you you know it differently when you're like, I don't want to have to go through that. Man, I don't want to feel like dealing with that. But you know when – It just feels this way, and I'm not saying it is. But it does feel like Mike McCarthy has lost the locker room. Already? It, well, because my thing is when Key when Key gets when he, when he when he gets goosebumps like that, right? Because it sends chills down his spine because he knows what's about to happen. <laughs> when and I feel that way. I felt that way with Coach K. But I will also see other teams, Key, where dudes would do certain things and they wouldn't have the same type of repercussions or they wouldn't have that same intimidation factor in the locker room and it allowed them to continue to do things like that. Yeah, see, I don't know if he's lost the locker room. That's why I said I'm not saying it's fact. It just feels like, that way to me. I, I think she was referring to Tim Hasselback uh, when she kept saying Tim. Tim right? Um, he's right, though. Whichever Tim she was talking about. I'm assuming it's Hasselback because I don't think she said the last name. It's Hasselback. Was it Hasselback? Yeah. He's right, though. It's on the coach. He's got a it, – it, that was a moment where he could have just went ham on everybody and said, look, we're not taking this blankety blank. Somebody is going to suffer. Somebody's going to pay for this. The consequences, it ain't going to be me. 
He could have done that, but he took a different approach. Maybe at practice now it's a little bit different. We'll see you in the next game. But, Max, you either play for your bank account or you play for somebody that you trust and that you rock with, that you're willing to run through a wall. Mm-hmm. Like, you should play hard. Well, I can't play for both. You can play for both. <laughs> but my thing is, if you're playing for your bank account and you're not playing for that dude, you're not as willing to do as I, many I need to play for both, though. I can't, I can't play for a guy just running to a wall. I got to get paid to run through that wall. Hey, but, I mean, if you got paid your money anyway, <laughs> no, you got paid your big contract, you playing for that dude. I think the only thing for the Cowboys to do to send a message is cut um, Mike, Micah Parsons and send him to the Giants. Trade him right to the Giants. That'll show everybody. No, you can't, you can't cut him. It's got to be somebody. <laughs> Trade him to the Giants. It's got to be a guy. <laughs> That'll show him. They're already <laughs> thinking, eh, you know, he's a bubble guy, but we like him. Mm-hmm. You know, we just gave him a six-year deal. You know, it's got to uh, be one Somebody of those guys. who the locker room thinks is safe. So you got to show everyone nobody's safe. You got to show somebody. I, I'm just trying to think who that could be. On that team? See, they just got rid of Cooper. Yeah, but you traded him, so that's different. They traded him, right? No, I'm saying, they already, I'm saying they already did that, so he'd be a target. Can't be Zeke. I mean, I'll tell you Can't who it is. Zeke, Zeke is the, the Zeke is the No, answer. it would have to be somebody like answer. a uh, – Because you need Zeke this year. You, are you sure about that? Yes. See, Zeke would be interesting, but his cap number would explode to a point where they – they can't, they do, can't it. do it. He's it's got to be somebody money. that they they can do, or two people they can do, but they kind of need them, but kind of don't Who need them. Who is that on that team? We got to figure know, that I have out. To think. Who Maybe. should the Cowboys whack? Eight 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 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier Seventeen. So, where do the Cowboys rank among the best teams in the NFL? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 
Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We are joined by Dan Graziano, a little ESPN problem, NFL we insider. We haven't ordered any new mics, Dan. Just, just hold on to it. Like yeah, that, that one's defective, man. Clearly, that, the mic thing, four, clearly, which is fine. I mean, I'm they used to have that over here. A couple minutes. Remember yeah. that it kept, it kept falling issues, over there. Man, we got financial budget <laughs> issues. Just, just, just <laughs> don't bring too much attention to our. Just project your voice. Mics. Forget about the microphone. <laughs> Dan, uh, Michael Irvin said yesterday. First of all, it's good to see. Oh. you. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, good to see you. Too. Um, that he thinks the Cowboys could chase the seventy-two Dolphins. Yeah, he should have said for fourteen wins, not an undefeated season. But, but he said an undefeated season. But <laughs> let's put a little context to it. Okay, if they clean up. The penalties. Jeez. What? That's what he said. I didn't say it. All right. So, no. Look, first of all, first of all, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, no, period. Like, <laughs> nah. the, the end of the quote, as I saw it, was, did I say something crazy? And the answer is yes. Because that's not a conceivable thing. I mean, like, the, that, the 72 Dolphins had six Hall of Famers, not counting the coach who had won more games than any other coach who ever lived. Uh, they had <laughs> been in the previous year's Super Bowl and lost it. The following year, after the undefeated season, they went 12-2 and and won the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Even if you have very high hopes for this year's Cowboys team, that's way beyond anything you can reasonably expect. And, and I mean, the only reason to say it is to, you know, to provoke a reaction, get attention. It's so good for him. He did it. But, like, that's not... Like, but he really believes that, though. Yeah, he believes but, but, no, Cowboys. He, no, well, the playmaker really believes that. You got you to gotta remember, Dan... He's all silver and blue. Yeah, he yeah, believes but, it. I get but, but it. I get it. Even if he, even if he believes it, mm-hmm. he's the only one. It seems like thus that believes far, it. <laughs> that has said something out there like that about the Cowboys. Makes me where nervous. Typically, each preseason we yeah. start hearing rumblings about all oh, the Cowboys, Super Bowl champion. They could be good. Yeah. We haven't heard that this. Should preseason. we be nervous right. about that, Dan? That no one's taking them. Sometimes when the least is expected, they yes. accomplish. You the know, most. it's the Gi- You covered the Giants when this was going on, right? Yeah. Like no one took the Giants. They won two Super Bowls. Yeah, I-, I guess. Look, I mean, you know that at the time, you know, you're talking about they won two Super Bowls with Parcells and Coughlin as head coach. I mean, like it's a little different situation. I, I think. First of all, to think that the penalties were the only problem the Cowboys had last year, I think, I think is foolish. I mean, like they, they had a really good record, but they dominated their division games. And six and zero in their division just, just absolutely crushed the division other three teams. If you take their point differential in those games out, they become a very ordinary team when they played anybody else. Uh, so they have other stuff to clean up. The defense played at a high level, but it was mainly fueled by. Uh, really unsustainable turnover numbers, right? That probably comes down. So can the defense play better overall when it's not forcing turnovers at that rate? I think that's a key question. Significant losses at wide receiver. Age on the offensive line. You know, Tyron Smith isn't able to get through seasons healthy anymore. Zach Martin's shown a little bit uh, in terms of health uh, issues the last couple of years. So I think there are bigger questions with this team than just penalties. I think the question with Dallas is, can they win the division again? No one's repeated in 18 years in that division. Can they go farther in the playoffs? And if you can answer those questions, I still think you're a mile away from saying they can go undefeated. Can they go farther in the playoffs? Meaning, can they win a yes, single playoff Go beyond game? the first round, exactly. Can they win a game? Uh, These are more reasonable goals. So, so look, saying, one of like the reasons, Dan. 72 Dolphins. Well, yeah, I think so. One of the reasons <laughs> that maybe if they expand to like 19 games in a season, they can win 14 games, right? Like, but yeah. ha- one of the reasons we're talking about um, 
the Cowboys now, are they flying under the radar a little, is because the Eagles are the hot pick. Better at the line of scrimmage, you would think, on both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts ascending. But for those who like the Cowboys, they say – Cowboys have a commodity at quarterback we feel more comfortable with at this moment sure. than the Eagles. So that's how fair. good could Jalen Hurts be this year? Do well, you think? That, I think that's the key question, right? Like, I mean, the Eagles, I think, have the better overall roster around their quarterback. Hurts is a guy that I, I think if you got the Eagles in an honest moment, they would tell you Hurts showed more improvement last year than they probably expected him to. And they're happy about that. I think it's, it would be great for the Eagles if Hurts can turn out to be the guy. I think they're a little ways away from finding out because there are things about his game that that still need to be improved in order for them to fully believe that. But what Jalen Hurts does have is high-end work ethic, high-end intelligence, high-end toughness. We knew all these things about him coming out of college. Uh, He was a second-round pick. The Eagles obviously really liked him. Can he become the passer they need him to be on downfield throws, on third downs, from the pocket, all that stuff? I think they're open to that idea, but he has to show that. I think I think that's one of the stories. I, I think that the young man has inside of himself the ability to show that, to do that. Uh, but we can't see the future. We don't know whether he will. If he does, I think they're the better team. See, when I look at quarterbacks, I, I take it in a lot of different steps in measurables in terms of what they do, how they are, their style of play. Last year was his rookie season. Yeah, basically. What did he play, like five games, four or five games the year before? Four right, games. Right, 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 it was yeah. not even real, right, Dan? Yeah. It was like, whatever. The yeah. team was dysfunctional. They're arguing about Carson right, Wentz. And they and ran like, it. And it was yeah. Just, Carson yeah. Wentz making yeah. announcements some, before he takes the ball. some guy who's yeah. the backup that we never heard of before. Yeah. So yeah. Get rid of that. Right. Yeah. Last year was his first year. He took a team to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Started off yeah. slow. New head coach. They figured it out, what the NFL is all about. He goes into the playoffs. He plays against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What did you expect? Right, of course. I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. Now, this year, the offseason comes. They've got all these number one picks, and they're going to do this and that. They made a decision not to go after a quarterback mm-hmm. because right. Jalen Hurts was their guy. They're going to find out about him. And now we go to the preseason. We watch him engineer drive, touchdown, tight end, woo, and we still having a conversation on whether or not he's going to be their guy. Mm-hmm. doesn't make a lot of sense to me because my eyes tell me he's an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue to get better. I've watched quarterbacks in this league that don't have the talent that he has continue to get the opportunities to get better. Why can't he get the opportunity to get better and lead this team to a championship? Well, I think he is getting that opportunity. No, right? he, I mean, he is. is. But there's is... so much reservation out there about what he is. He's not tall. I think it's, you know, it's he's not like it's that's, not that's, you, that's what Dan. it is. No, it's no, not it's us, yeah. but, I think, but it's people. But I think objectively there are things, and again, I think there are things the Eagles coaching staff wants to see him work on and improve, and I think those things are pretty clearly delineated, and again, he's got the opportunity. They did not go after a quarterback this offseason in part because – the quarterback class in the draft was not very inspiring to a lot of people. Remember, they had the three first-round yeah. picks. They end up trading one mm-hmm. of them. Now they have two next year. So they've hedged a little bit, right? If he, if, he has, if, he, if he goes backwards or if he doesn't advance the way they want him to this year, they have the two first-rounders in a much better quarterback, presumably a much see, better quarterback see, class. I don't want to stay on this too long, but the way that I look at it, maybe I'm not a good evaluator of talent. Who knows? He's better than the guys that are in college right now. Right, he's well, better. But than But key, that them. doesn't what doesn't. But what Dan's pointing out, and I think 
makes a lot of sense. I think it's actually rational from the Eagles. We're going to give this kid everything he needs yes, to take a step forward. But we're also going to trade one of our picks this year for a first rounder next year. Because if we don't see what we need to see, it doesn't yeah. mean he has to win the but Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe I'm just sensitive that uh, with, for him. Maybe yeah. I'm just sensitive no, for him. And fair maybe enough. Maybe I am. And fair enough. But again, he, he is getting an opportunity, right? I mean, this is his second year entering the season as the clear-cut starter. He was able. He took over as the starter the year before, his rookie year, from a guy that they had just signed to a significant long-term contract after spending significant draft capital to get him. So he's well, definitely someone. Right. There's somebody, But the Eagles, as much as any other team, are always going to hedge at quarterback, right? Be- I mean, like they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round right after they yeah. signed Carson Wentz or right before they were going to sign Carson. That, you know, they, they won the Super Bowl with their backup. Like, that, like that's the lesson that the Eagles will always I, I, carry with I, them. So, I don't know. So they, they just, don't want to ever be caught short at the position. They don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to look just, like a year from now. To I them. just don't like the they don't know a year from now because what happens is we talk about it. It becomes it, your narrative. It, it becomes you. a narrative. It creeps in the mind. And all of a sudden, it just. But in this case, Key, much. I think with Dan. Why aren't we doing this with uh, Mac Jones? Or why aren't we doing this with well, Trey think, Lance? Or why aren't we, you know. If Mac like, Jones but, doesn't but, show improvement, actually, we will be saying. Yeah, I think we are. I, I think, I think, I don't, I don't, honestly, what we do doesn't actually matter. What we're talking about is how the coaching staff looks at the player, how the organization looks at the player. And I think the Eagles organization looks at this player and has high hopes and believes that he can be something but recognizes that like any other young player, second, third-year quarterback, there's room for growth, and they want to see certain growth. The Patriots want to see something from Mac Jones. If he, does, if he doesn't play as well this year as he did last year, they're going to start to wonder about his future there. Trey Lance is a big gamble for Kyle Shanahan, very inexperienced. He needs to see something hey, this what season. Do you, what do you think the ceiling up? is for, for Trey Lance and the uh, 49ers this season? I mean, this look, season. This season? this season, I think they've put a good enough team around him that if they can maximize his strengths and minimize his weaknesses, they can – that they can that they can win that they can be a playoff contender. Yes. Is his strengths better than Jimmy Garoppolo's? Just from what oh, we saw, yeah. right? Athletically, it is, right? arm yeah. strength, yeah. whatever. See, you got to understand. So they're in a better like position. People talk I about guess. Garoppolo like he's something. I mean, like we've never seen Garoppolo really as a starting NFL quarterback without Kyle Shanahan. Like we we don't know what he's going to be like. Like Kyle's betting yeah, on himself. Fake two, and two games, whatever. Right, exactly. It looked one, like it one looked, and, right. was it two and zero or one and one. Whatever. It was he, two and zero. It was two and zero. Brissett was one and zero. He was two and zero. So yeah. yeah. So we'll, but I mean, yeah. versus four or five years or three four years, whatever mm-hmm. he was in San Francisco. So yeah, I think Kyle's betting on himself there mm-hmm. as much as anything else. And uh, you know, maybe Nick Sirianni's doing like Sirianni got five games into the season last year with the Eagles and decided. What we're doing isn't working. We got to run the ball. The quarterbacks got to run it. The running backs got to run it. They became the most run-heavy team in the whole yeah. league. You don't want to be that long term. So you need to see more. You need to get more confidence in your quarterback as a passer than I think they had last year. What? So the Patriots, Mac Jones. We got all these issues with the play calling duties. Is yeah. it Joe Judge? Is it Matt Patricia? Is it Bill Belichick? Is it Bill Belichick's son Steve? Like who's going to well, call defense? I know, but right? right. But who's calling the plays? Is that going to be? A little bit of a setback for Mac Jones moving forward? I mean, it's conceivable, but I think what, what we have to be careful of is what we saw in the preseason game is not reflective of what's going on with Mac Jones. He wasn't in the game. Yeah. And my understanding about how it's worked here throughout the offseason and training camp is that Matt Patricia's been working a little more closely with Brian Hoyer and Joe Judge has been working a little more closely with Bailey Zappi. So when one was in the game, one called the plays and the other vice versa. So we didn't see Mac Jones and who's going to be in his ear because he didn't play in the game. They got these joint practices this week. So 
I think they're figuring out, like Belichick is saying, we're gonna, I, I, I want to develop both these guys as coaches on this side of the ball. They're both going to get an opportunity to call plays in the preseason, right, when there's no harm done. Yeah. And we'll see. Maybe this is beneficial to both guys down the way. But I, my expectation is that, that Patricia is the odds-on favorite to call the plays once the season starts. It's not out of the question Belichick calls the plays if, if things aren't going well. That's see, what Mike Reese said. Mike Reese came on our show the other day and oh, talked about know. how he had a – how. Patricia and Mac Jones had a little bit of a relationship yeah. and like that continuity would be pretty imperative for Mac Jones. So would they have these joint practices starting this week and Mac will be heavily involved. And I'm sure that everybody who covers that team would be paying close attention to who's talking uh, in Mac Jones is here when he's on the field. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if Bel- how, how involved Belichick is in calling the plays. I've been there before with Parcells where we had Charlie mm-hmm. Weiss and we had Dan Henning, but Bill, certain times during the games, Bill was calling the plays. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. Dan Graziano, right ESPN NFL insider. Always good Don't to see you. Don't touch the mic. Don't, Don't touch, touch it. Check him out, though, Jay. Got them bounces on. Oh, there's a birthday present. Ooh, birthday yeah. present. Okay. It was, nice. it was a big birthday key. See, wait, is that the pebble leather one? Yeah, man. Yeah, see, that, I, I have a whole fear about that. In this business, especially. You got to get pebble leather shoes because they don't scuff and scratch. You I sitting have no at the idea desk. what pebble leather. You know, it's shoes. like it's like leather. textured. It's not like really, smooth. They really crease when you're driving. They don't them crease. Yeah, they don't scratch. They nice. look good for longer. Pebble nice. leather. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they pebble look great. Leather. Yeah, yeah they look great. They, they look great. Well, he's got Gucci'd up. Yeah. You got a theory about this microphone? I have all kinds of theories. Got a theory for everything. Budget issues. We have budget issues. I would use a different one. That's my advice. I gotta go do sports. Don't play with How worried should the Bucks be? Not the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks. With Giannis saying he's open to playing for the Bulls. Tijon J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing this morning? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good morning. I'm good, man. I'm straight. What do you have? Uh, what, were, what were those shoes called that Dan was wearing? Pebbled, pebbled leather. leather. Pebbled leather. It's like like leather bound books. <laughs> leather. No, but pebbled leather is like with grainy. You know, it's like got little bumps. You never. You know what pebbled <laughs> leather is? I I, 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 I know, textured leather. I get it, yeah. but I never heard it. Look, I know pebbled Jay doesn't pebbled. know this stuff. He's a modest working man. But Key, I'm sure you know a pebbled. Leather. I, I, don't I know, know textured leather, not <laughs> pebbled I see, leather. I see. That's all. I mean, I don't <clears throat> splurge on those type of shoes. Right, I hear you. Yeah. Do you wear I mean, shoes like that, Max? I, man, I see. What do you? I don't I know. Got those loafers on right now. Do you wear shoes like got some that? I'm just those were loafers too. Yeah, yeah. They just had the summertime, the brother. Gucci yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, those are business casual. Yeah, business cat. That's casual business. Yeah, that's business casual. That's high level casual business right there. That's bougie casual. I mean, to you maybe, Jay. Again, once again, you're a working man. You live a modest lifestyle, Max. I've never worn Gucci loafers. <laughs> well, I don't like the. But big, you make I don't it need seem to see the like, big G and everything. You know, it's you not make for it me. seem like they. Everybody has. <laughs> I'm a, curious where you're going with this one. Go ahead. Everybody has a different style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that you having different style styles. Doesn't yeah. work for you. No, no, no. It that doesn't style mean it. doesn't work for me anymore. Yeah, Norm, anymore. Nor, no, nor I me. To, I used to rock them way long time ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Gotta, Why you say yeah? Of course, because look, he it, was an eight. He, since he's look, been a you teenager, said, but wait, wait, he's been a, be an NFL star. You said yeah, of course, and you looked him up and down. You said yeah, of course. no, yeah, of course, because like now it's different for him. No, I now got Jimmy's baby. Now, I mean, but also, Jimmy but also at a certain point, at a certain age, what? and also at a certain Many status, Jimmy you stop, you stop wearing labels all over the place. 
Like the kids with like polo splashed all over. Then you get older, you don't want people to yeah, see the Yeah, my son brand. had a horse on the other day. It was half his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> you know, I was, la- I was laughing because he had the polo shirt on, but he had the big old giant <laughs> horse with the – I was just like <laughs> – See when but you're young, like. yeah, when you're young, especially it's the comp. Yeah, it's the competition. You got to be loud. You can't be you can't be subtle when you're a kid because well, it's yeah. too much. You when, know. Again, when you were a professional athlete and you played, and I'm sure Jay can go through this. And Max, you went through it early on in your career when you were making more money than you probably make now, or, or less money than you make now, so to speak. Jeez, is that? What? No, he's right. No, but more yeah. money than like my friends at the yeah, same age. Did you, Jay, as a player, you had? Every piece of Louis Vuitton luggage you could possibly find. Everybody, look at me. I made it. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. And you wish you could get that money back for that Louis Vuitton luggage right. now. I mean, that's just first first I car had I ever had. Tag, a dog tag necklace. You want to get that back? Why? For, first car I Why? ever had because I grew up in the city. No one had a car, right? Yeah. Working at ESPN, I got a car. I got I got a Lex, right? A, a GS four fifty something yeah, like that, right? You probably had rims put, spinning. Go, hold on. Wells gold. I put sprees, gold. I Rims on them. Gold yes, rims. Gold rims. As soon as I looked at them, they looked so bad. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking the loss on this. Take these off. Then Max Max like, I can't believe I got robbed when I went back to my old neck of the woods. <laughs> I, well, really? Your wheels <laughs> really? are spinning. You're going to get got robbed. gold spree wells on your car, on your Bentley. Yeah, right. That's with a dog tag necklace worth $20,000. Oh, my God. Because it's clearly if you could take some of that Louis Vuitton luggage back, you could buy a third home, Jay. It's, I mean, it's just. It's, I just want to put it in 529 you know? for the kids. That's because the luggage you have every piece. <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. You get off the plane, I got the bag, I got the other bag, I got another bag. I probably had like five pieces to go on one road trip. On the commercial flight. On the commercial flight no, with, with the five moving time. No, with the team, you get off the plane. I say you were sitting back in the Twenty yeah, you got about for about a nice 36-hour trip. Yeah, you got five about pieces. Nine pieces of you Louis Vuitton luggage. Like, what are that, you doing? Can you see that one athlete that comes on the plane first class? He got the five Louis Vuitton bags. I'm like, come on, man. That costs more than a damn ticket. What are you doing with the five Louis Vuitton bags? All scuffed <laughs> but up. But that was part of our culture as athletes in the, in the, in the time we were playing. But also, I think you know? it has something to do with being young, like, like, I think of just the amount of cologne kids, like, in high school wear, right? Because you, the, the competition, you can't be subtle. you got to be loud. Cool you know, you got to. Extra cool water? Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Ooh, cool, I cool, forgot cool, about Fahrenheit. Cool water was cool, but Fahrenheit. Half Back in the day, it was the car noir. Ha- half a <laughs> yeah. bottle. You take yeah. the whole cap bo- a half yeah. a bottle. Because ah. there's no time for subtlety at that age. There's yeah. too much kind. I ain't going to lie, yo. You when, leave the elevator five hours ago, they still smell you. I ain't going to lie, yo. When Playmaker <laughs> be coming through the hallway, so I'm Playmaker here? Yeah, you know, you know, Mike. Mike's here. Just Playmaker, that's why I tell him. I told him yesterday. I said, man, what the hell? You got a half a bottle on? <laughs> he shook my hand. We hugged all over the. Wait, he shook oh. my hand. We hugged. I came. Now back you got here. half a bottle. You got a quarter man, I bottle. I smell on. like a half a bottle. I'm like, is Mike still around? Yeah, here? yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> by association. And, and actually, the way Stephen A. was dressed yesterday, he should have been the one with a half a bottle on. <laughs> Looking like the president of the Orange Bowl Commission getting ready to give him the alone, M- man. It was his first day back. No, 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 no. He no. looked like the, the, the no, he a booster looked, for Tennessee. No, yeah, Clemson. He was a booster a for booster Clemson. A yeah. booster for Clemson. Booster for sure. Or when he put on the, the, the boat hat, the little skipper hat, the guy, and you guys see this guy, the guy who's the president of the Orange Bowl <laughs> or the Citrus Bowl or one of those bowls, that comes out and gives the invitation to the bowl the for the invitation. winning team. Wait. That's what he looked like. Wait, man. Okay, I got a text yesterday. I'm not going to say from who, but the text said, oh, this guy looked like a Tennessee booster. 
He talked about me missing part of the season. He missed about a month and a half on TV. Where he been? He don't like the work. He don't like the play. I said, oh, no, he said he said boy, he said his shoulder. He said his shoulder had surgery, but the whole time he was talking and moving around. I'm like, now how are you gonna move your shoulder like that? Why the fingers taped up? Because <laughs> that was another. So oh, he, was, had, he got another. He on went the in hand? for a couple of procedures. At once. I'm going to kick his ass when it comes to playing basketball. Yeah. Let, let that... But he said his shoulder, he had whatever, a scope or whatever on his shoulder. Man, he was moving his shoulder around. I was like, come on, man, Stephen. Hey, You're going to milk this one to the Max, end. that player said, he doesn't like to work, does he? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, no. No, no. But he did look like a guy giving out an invitation to a bowl game. To the Orange Bowl. To the guy giving out the invitation Even to the Orange Bowl. You got to see that guy. I, no, I know or what those you're guys. About. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. This man the alone. guy who gives out the invitation. All right. <laughs> Key, you got a top five uh, wide receiver to avoid in fantasy coming up. You're going to get into that. Key's real rank. It won't be my nephew, that's for sure. I'll just what? put that out there immediately. Nepotism. Meantime, Giannis, just because well, I, I talked about it earlier, Giannis said, hey, look, he came out and said, in promoting his new ambassadorship with the telehealth company, Antidote Health, he was asked by Fox 32 in Chicago about potentially playing for the Bulls in the future. I think anybody who asked the question that plays basketball, if he said no, he'd be a liar. It's a team that won multiple championships. It's a team, one of the greatest players, not the greatest player ever to play this game. It's a no-brainer. Everybody would love to play for Chicago. Ooh, I'll tell you what. People in Chicago right now thinking about eventually getting Giannis. Keyshawn, J. Willemax. Keys, real rankings, top five wide receivers to avoid in fantasy. Coming right up. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. I'm the smartest guy in the box, so I like that too. Key's Real Rankings. Okay, you hear the music, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. It is time for Key's Real Rankings. Here are the top five wide receivers 
To avoid in fantasy, of course, we're kicking off fantasy week all week this week. To avoid. On ESPN. Avoid. To avoid. You yeah, don't they, want they, these dudes don't in pick fantasy. These guys. Okay. Well, look, at, at the end of the year, beginning of the year, they may have a slow start. They may come on strong or whatever the case so is. So early. Avoid them early. Early, I would think early. you avoid them from a fantasy standpoint because of the things that need to happen. And you talk about guys. Let's start at number five. Number five. Hollywood Brown coming over from the Baltimore Ravens has a relationship with Kyler Murray, dates back to college. I think it'll be a slow start with no DeAndre Hopkins opposite of him, although A.J. Green is in the mix. He could have a slow start or he could have a fast start. I'm betting on the slow start portion of it because they've got to get A.J. Green going. They're going to take touches away from Hollywood Brown. Number four. Number four, the Seattle Seahawks and D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett combined together. Who's their quarterback going to be? Is it Drew Locke? Is it Geno Smith? Will it be Jimmy Garoppolo if he gets free? That's the key to what they're going to do. There's no more Russell Wilson long ball treatment in Seattle. He's now in the, at the Denver Broncos. Both of these guys are home run hitters. We watched DK Metcalf for the last couple of years just take the NFL by storm. We know what Tyler Lockett is. I don't know that they're going to get quarterback production out of the two guys that they have in Seattle right now. Number three. Number three, C.D. Lamb. I'm going to tell you this knowing firsthand. When you move from – well, I don't know firsthand on this one. But when you move from a number two spot to the main target as number one, it's a different world. Everybody's watching you. Yeah, I said I don't know about this because I, I was never number two to go to number one. So – I think C.D. Lamb will get off to a slow start. Eventually, they'll figure out how to get him open. He'll understand how to beat double coverage, beat triple teams, do those sort of things like Amari Cooper was able to do. Fantastic receiver, was a number one receiver at Oklahoma. But the NFL is a different level when you're the number one guy. Number two. Number two is Tyreek Hill. There is no Patrick Mahomes in this situation. I know he loves Tua. He's talking him up, all of those sort of things. But in terms of fantasy numbers – I don't see, no matter what the cheetah says, him being a home run hitter for this particular style offense and what McDaniel wants to do, running the ball, coming from San Francisco. Jalen Waddle still got to get his touches. The Mike Sasecki still has to get his touches at the tight end spot. So when you start to look at this, is this going to be frustrating beginning of the season for Tyreek Hill to the point where now all of a sudden – Teddy Bridgewater becomes the quarterback because you have to justify, Max and Jay, the amount of money that you just paid Tyreek Hill. So if Tua gets off to a slow start, I wouldn't be shocked if Teddy Bridgewater takes over simply because they're not getting Tyreek Hill to football. Number one. And number one, in my all of stay away from fantasy football, avoid this guy, is Amari Cooper and the Cleveland Browns. We all thought, okay, this is a great fit, no question about it. But who's the quarterback? Do we really believe in Jacoby Brissett to get the football to Amari Cooper? Run-based offense, heavy with Kareem Hunt, along with Nick Chubb. Now you got an amazing route running that could potentially go to waste in Amari Cooper because of the style of offense that they're going to have to play until such due time that they figure out what's going on with Deshaun Watson. That's my top five to avoid in the fantasy draft. Early in the season especially. Early in the season especially. Yeah, I would take Michael Thomas number one overall. These no matter right, what position. By the way, like when Michael Irvin talks about the Cowboys, it's not that he is not talking about a very good receiver, but you have to understand. Can, can I talking. add one to hey, this? Yeah. Real I'll quick, do, Jay. I was going to say Robert Woods, too. I think He's hurt. Well, coming off ACL, but still not going well, to a pass-heavy offense, yeah, going he to a run-first offense with he Tennessee. He won't be there probably to the middle of the year. Middle of the year. So you you got to probably bench him at the start of the season anyway. These rankings are brought to you by cheap. Dell. Your small business needs call a – for your small business needs, call the Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. you have any uh, receivers to avoid, Jay? I threw out Robert Woods. 
Yeah. But coming off ACL. Other, yeah, right. But guys who are going to play early in the season. I mean, there's, there's you know, maybe I. Metcalf is interesting early in the season, especially. If they don't get Jimmy G, I, you know, you ain't got any quarterbacks in Seattle right now. Let's be honest. I don't know if you got one if you got Jimmy G. Right. Well, he's not going to be throwing bombs all over the field. That's for sure. I'm surprised Hollywood Brown, I know you said getting A.J. Green touches at the beginning, but still D-Hop not being there the first six games. Wouldn't he be the primary target? No, but see, what you want to do do is you want to – what I would do, I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury would do, but what I would do is try and feature A.J. Green as much as I can to take take some of the pressure off of Hollywood Brown because naturally defensive coordinators are going to the game thinking, are they going to feed Hollywood Brown because A.J. Green is on the backside of his career? I would flip it on him. Mm. You know, that's what I would do. But God, what do so I know? I mean, I don't, it happens you know. so, so fast, fast in right? the NFL. I think five years ago, if you said one, two, three, four receivers in football, I'd have said these four names in whatever order. Uh, Julio Jones, A.B., Odell, A.J. Green. That wasn't five years ago. Yeah, about five years, man. Nah. Not less or more? <laughs> Way more. No, I don't think so. Uh, five, no. year, five years ago, he was hurt. It's... 2022, that's about 2017, brother. It's about no, 2017. You probably would have said it. You said five. I bet you'd have said it eight years ago. No. Absolutely. I'm, t- I'm telling you, 2017. No. Go Someone look, look that up. When you're bored, <laughs> look, look at it. it. Uh, I'm just saying it happens fast. No, it's fast. It happens but fast. But he's a he been, this is like his 18th year. Who, A.J. Green? Yeah, he's been in the league forever. How old is A.J. Green's been in the league 13 years, man. A.J. Green's probably scraping 30 right now. He's <laughs> been like in the league. How old's A.J. Green? I bet you he's been in the league 13 years. I'm going to look up A.J. Green's age right now. This is probably his 34, 34, 34 years 34, old. Yeah. 34 That's, years old. Man. He's you know been in the league 13. I don't, yeah, need 13 to go years, to your, right. I don't need to go to your laptop. I don't know. I go to the phone. Only Jay uses the laptop. <laughs> I go to the phone. Why do you have your laptop out? Well, I told you Zoom. to look smart. Or you can't use your Zoom on your phone? Yeah, because I use the phone to look stuff Jay, up, and the Zoom is there. Vocals, Jay, it's it, to look you? smart. Ah. <laughs> it's to look smart. Um, we have. He doesn't even use that thing. Which one? The laptop. <laughs> I do one? use it for Zoom because I can see the Which producers. One? I get stuff on the screen. I can read. Uh, I don't even read what's on the screen. Sometimes I do. Sometimes Those I don't. Those two hours. ESPN NFL insider Field <laughs> Yates weighs in on Key's top five wide receivers to avoid in fantasy. Coming right up, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.